and welcome back to the check-in desk. Holiday highs, lows and where to goes. You're here with Tom and Joe. We're here to delve into the weird and wonderful world of travel, exploring things to do in some of our favourite destinations. So let's find out where we're going today. Welcome back to the check-in desk. Holiday highs, lows and where to goes. You're here with Tom and Joe. We're here to delve into the weird and wonderful world of travel, exploring things to do in some of our favourite destinations. So let's find out where we're going today. Today, Joe, we are in Mexico. Nice! It's a hell of a place, to be fair. Did you know that the world's largest pyramid is in Mexico? Is it? Yeah! Not not like Giza? No, in Mexico. Where though? Oh, is what like a ruin? I think so. Ah. I've done minimal research on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shines through. I thought, to be honest, I thought it might be something that you would find in Vegas, maybe. Do you know? Because they had like the um, Eiffel Towers there as well, isn't it? Is it an Eiffel Tower? You're looking at me like not... no, They've they got, got one from Eiffel... France, didn't they? <laughs> They've got an Eiffel Tower in, Fra- in Las Vegas, but it's not big. But it's but it is like uh, maybe or maybe they've just been I I suppose I thought they'd just probably like collected loads of like memorabilia. Just like world world icons, landmarks and just went like, Oh we, we want one of them. We'll throw that in Vegas. Yeah, they just put it in Vegas. Yeah, so like, maybe they did. So there's like a road where there's in my head in Las Vegas there's like a road more like the boulevard. <laughs> the Sunset Boulevard has got like uh an Eiffel Tower here and then the Sphinx is here. <laughs> you think they've just robbed a pyramid from Mexico or <laughs> Egypt and thrown it on the strip. <laughs> That's what you think they've done. Nah, nah, nah. I feel like they got someone to make it because they got a different designer to make the, the Eiffel Tower, the, the Vegas Eiffel Tower. Right. And maybe they got like, I don't know, like a, a different artist to make like a, their version of the Sphinx and swung that on the Sunset Boulevard. Right, okay, got you. So, I, I, but, I, okay then, well, yeah, the largest pyramid is in Mexico. It is, don't know where it is. Well, I, I, can, I can see that point yeah. and raise you a load of ruins in Mexico because oh, talk to me. one of the main things we're going to do in this podcast is obviously talk about the best things you can do in Mexico or the top things to do in Mexico, the things that we love to do in Mexico. Mm-hmm. One of the main things that we love to do in Mexico is... Ruins. Ruins. You have to go and see the ruins yeah. when you're in Mexico. You have to. It's like not to bring the Giza pyramids back into it, but <laughs> in Egypt, you go and see the, the pyramids. Of Iconic. Giza. You can't yeah. not. You've got to go. So, where do you go when you want ruins in Egypt? You head straight, straight. Run, don't walk. Mm-hmm. Straight to Chichen Itza. Well, you could go to the Tulum ruins too. You could, yeah, but yeah, Chichen Itza yeah. are the most famous ones. Ch- Chichen Itza are like the icons, the yeah. like the, the boys, the proper boys. Yeah, they're girls. big boys, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So basically, we'll talk through. We'll have a bit of a, like a chat about like the the ruins in Mexico, then like and cool. what what people can do at those ruins. What is there to do when once you're there? Do you, is it just the case where you just stand in a field and look at a big temple? Take some pictures. Take some pictures. Instagram. Get it all across yeah. there. Yeah. You I mean, haven't been if it's not on Instagram. Yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, you, but I don't. How much is there in, in Chichen Itza to take a picture of? Obviously, there's the pyramid. But yeah. The, the Great Pyramid. So 
This is the other thing in my show notes that I have lovingly prepared by producer Holly. <laughs> <laughs> so the Chichen Itza, obviously, wonder of the world. And I don't know, I don't know how many times you're going to get the chance to go to a wonder of the world. True. Probably like, not many times, most people. Uh, this is peak wonder of the world stuff. Peak. This is like Mayans back in the day killing people on the steps of this thing. This is insane. This is part of history. It is. You're never going to see this sort of stuff again. So, But the no. other thing with it is, so most people when they go to Cancun, they'll go to like the, the hotel zone or something like that. Yeah. Chichen Itza, I don't know if most people know this, but Chichen Itza is like three hours from the hotel zone oh, nice. in Cancun. So you can get like okay. a nice bus ride out yeah. there you can do it through most of your resorts and stuff like that if you yeah. wanted to do but yeah so you can get in the hotel zone or if you're in Akamal or uh, Tulum as you said before two and a half hours from there so okay quite, it's, it's quite a nice it's a day trip isn't yeah, it yeah that's it you yeah. can get like a nice day out if you're not too concerned about getting back for anything and I suppose that's the good thing about holidays isn't it and of course if you are in Tulum taking it circling back to the Tulum ruins you could go to the Tulum ruins couldn't you as well which yeah, are going to be yeah. a lot more local yeah do you similar think similar experience do you think you could do like I think you could you could potentially do like a day experience where you like Tulum ruins and then head out Chichen Itza, Chichen Itza. But I don't know whether you do it in a full day because I did Tulum ruins when we were in Mexico yeah and I'm not sure because we had a tour guide I'm not sure you'd be able to do a full day doing both I think you'd either have to do one or the other or, what, like, there's too much to do like we were walking around the, the guide gave us like loads of information about the history and the people that kind of built the ruins yeah, and yeah. the people that like lived in the area so we were there we were there a full day oh. um and you can you obviously had we had time to kind of do our own thing there's also like a little village there so you can see like the shops and markets and stuff so not well, not like not by the ruins like just before you go in i was going to say again to bring you back to the pyramids in Egypt there's like the whole thing about that is like or the people don't like is that there's like a KFC or a Maggie <laughs> it's the... like a Maggie's like over the road from the, from the it's like in Niagara Falls isn't it like Blackpool like opposite no oh, is it? I think so <laughs> I kind of like I'm not, I'm not like that but like I, I, it does make me laugh that you can go to this place where you can get completely immersed and be talking about like ancient pharaohs and yeah. old warlords and all this sort of stuff then you come out and go and over there you can get on the big man <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... Um, you can play some two-piece slot machines over yeah, it. Exactly, yeah. You can learn a bit and spend your loose change. That's <laughs> about that. It's got everything. Yeah. Other thing about um, Chichen Itza is, if anyone has seen Black Panther 2... I haven't. Right, well, it'd be lost on you then. <laughs> but the pyramid there, the main pyramid there is... Oh, yeah, I forget this right, because I still couldn't get it right in the film. That is actually the pyramid of Kukul Clan. Who is the bad guy in Black Panther 2? Oh, yeah. okay. That is the, the main pyramid of Kukul Clan. That's interesting. Where, yeah, so like you can, if you Marvel fans out there, I don't know, Black Panther 2 fans, Black Panther fans, if you get in touch, if like if you knew that, I don't know. But yeah, from my research, that's what I've found out. And there's also, once you get in there, there's like a big circular staircase that's called El Caracol. In the pyramid? I don't know if it's in... I think it's in the pyramid, but it's called the snail. The, the Al-Karakol translates as the snail. Right. right? And it basically... It's, an, it's a 1,000-year-old observatory. That basically, it, the ancient Mayans used it to tell what the time was. Oh. So I think, essentially, what happens is the sun will set, and you'll catch it on the snail, and like the shadow going along the snail will tell you what the time is. Oh. Basically. Oh. Oh, nice. That, okay. That 
Who I think that's Rolex? true. <laughs> We've just got this in in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. You just got the snail. Go to the snail in go Mexico. Go to the snail. We've got the shard. They've got the snail. Perfect. Isn't potato, it? potato. I know this is it. Well, I suppose, but obviously, there's more ancient ruins than just Chichen Itza. We don't want to just talk about Chichen Itza because obviously, we everyone knows Chichen Itza. Yeah, everyone does, or you should. So you touched on earlier Tulum. Yes. And again, Holly's provided me with. Producer, Producer Holly, Holly sits in the background and doesn't say background bosses as well. <laughs> she provided me with some nice insights before. Where again, talking about from Cancun and from the local area. So to go to the Tulum ruins, you're talking an hour and forty three minutes, four hour and forty five minutes to get from Cancun. From Cancun, nice. yeah, okay. And then an hour from Playa del Carmen. Okay, yeah. So you can have if you're not fancying probably like a full day out. Maybe you could. That's probably more of a half day thing. I yeah, would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then if you're a bit further down the coast in Cozumel, then it's a couple mm. of hours across, so yeah, it's not too bad. But if you do like amazing landscapes, views, vistas, whatever you want to call it, it was beautiful at Tulum yeah. Ruins. It was absolutely stunning. They say you can see the see the like sunset there. Yeah, so we weren't there when the, the sun was setting. We were like mid afternoon. What I will say is take water and make sure you're wearing a hat because there's no shade whatsoever. So we were all like crammed next to a bush trying to get like the tiniest bit of shade. <laughs> yeah, and the, the tour guide was like drowning in sweat. Ma- yeah, we, oh my goodness, it was absolutely horrendous. We were all like sweating. Shocking. Water, like yeah, it's no one has plastic. any water. Oh. We were all just like so dehydrated. But yeah, take water and just make sure that you've got enough sun cream and a hat on because it was rough. Um, but you're right on like at the cliff edge. Yeah. Um, so you can see there's like a little beach, but I don't I don't know whether you can access the beach or not. We didn't go down, but um, I can imagine that those sunsets there are absolutely incredible. But yeah. We, like I say, we were only there lunchtime. Well, one of the the, the the whole thing of the place is it's like back in the day, mm. it was known as Zama. I think I've pronounced that right, Zama or Zama. Z Z A M A. That's what it was known okay. as. Okay. Which basically translates as place of the rising sun. Oh yeah, so that would make sense. I suppose if you made it to the top, you could see across both yeah. sunset and sunrise and sunset yeah. so they sort of like used it for that and then I don't know if it was literally used just for nice views but but apparently it dates back to AD 564 yeah that wouldn't surprise me whatsoever But the, and the ruins considering they're so old are in like incredible condition yeah. you can't like climb up them <laughs> like, can you imagine well, uh, they're all like what? go on well not, not at Tulum but there are ruins in Coba that you can climb up. It's there. Yeah, yeah. So you can take like talking about twenty-seven miles northwest from Tulum. Mm. So if you go a bit further up, you can get to Coba, which are the pyramids you can climb. So I, I don't know if there's like multiple pyramids, but the, the, certainly the main pyramid there. Yeah. It's just like open to the public. You can just like clamber up it, like sort of thing. No way. Like up the, up the steps and get right to the top, and then. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. Wow. Well, a couple of the stuff that I've that I've seen that I've read is that another ruins in Uxmal, I believe, you you can climb up those two, but like, or you used to be able to, and they stopped it now because mm. like the steps are really shallow, and people are just like literally <laughs> traversing <laughs> the front of the pyramid. rock climbing up, yeah. <laughs> having to abseil down. Yeah, well, I, I, there was, this is the thing. There was no context on how you got down. Oh, it was like, just weird you throw got yourself up. down it was literally like, like what you do as a child like, you got yourself up there <laughs> get, get, get yourself down problem mate. solved this yeah get out of that you'll be alright you got up there <laughs> back in you get to get down oh no absolutely not climbing is not a bit of me I could not do that I'm not 
I'm more of I'll a... watch from the ground. I don't know if I have vertigo. I keep saying I'm... This is the thing. I keep saying I've got vertigo. I don't know if I have. <laughs> what? That's quite a serious health condition. <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at it. <laughs> Yeah, because my mum my had vertigo yeah uh, and she doesn't like pass it on to me or anything like that but literally if I like stand Stop on her blaming Teresa <laughs> she's incidentally mum when you do watch this we need to eye in this tablecloth oh yeah definitely need Teresa, to eye get your eye out on it <laughs> but yeah so I had vertigo and I'd like if I step foot on like a chair I started getting like dizzy. Diz- well, well, I bet you're not having a great time on these chairs. They're a bit rocky, aren't they? Yeah, they're a bit. You can probably hear it on the mic that I keep like, <laughs> moving around to try not to do as much moving. So I, I don't think. I'm not sure climbing the pyramid isn't going to be in my. That's not my. It's not a bit of me. It's not going to be in my dream itinerary. <laughs> no, it's not going to be mine either. We'll come on to dream itineraries in a bit. Yeah, exactly. So Talk I suppose them. as a f- format point, mm. we'll, we'll what we'll do is we'll, we'll run through all the amazing things that you can do in Mexico or some of our top picks for the the best things to do in Mexico. Yeah. And then come the end of the podcast when we've been through some more fun bits about like people's travel stories and had a bit of a laugh at like some funny stories that people have sent in yeah we'll also reveal our dream itineraries from mexico from some of the stuff that we've, we've spoke about today so i think the pyramids I, I i think i don't want to go like too sort of up front with him but I, I do think chichen itza probably in there yeah just because you of can't what go all that way you can't get yeah. on a 10-hour flight and not go and see them. Yeah, you've got to, you've got to go. You're I, there for at least seven days. Fill one of them days with Chichen Itza. But the things I've seen of Chichen Itza, I don't know if it's just like imagery. Is it just a great big open expanse and then there's a pyramid in the middle? Well, probably. Because mm. Tulum, Tulum was like, I don't know if they're like similar sites, but like Tulum was kind of like grassy area and then there was these the ruins that you obviously just yeah. walked around and had a look at and there was like some walls and whatever and then the tour guide I think he had like a, a folder full of like images from when they were, from when they were sort of rig- not originally built but like <laughs> art <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was there when they were built so he took a picture he's in stacks out <laughs> got his snapchat archive out <laughs> away. I'll only get a couple of pictures of these. hold hold up hold, 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 hold that brick there yeah. let me grab a quick snap of you holding that yeah. brick it'll look sick mate. but it, like they sh- they sh- he showed us loads of history about the people and stuff and I'm sure there was something to do with like their heads and they used to like put their heads in some strange contraption and like it's not funny if they put their heads in some strange contraption their heads were like really long what yeah when they're kids when they're babies oh when the what what the Mayans did used to crush people's heads but like not to crush them, just to reshape them, and I can't remember the reason why. I'll do some research. I'll come back to you. Yeah, on that's not. I'll enough. let you know. A few minutes later. It's actually called the artificial cranial deformation. Now I'm reading this just so I don't want to mess it up. So the, 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 at the moment, it still sounds like you've made it up. It was initially factual. <laughs> uh, so it's actually the practice of altering the head's natural shape through force. So you it, you like they bandaged your head up when your skull soft when you're babies, right? And they made it as long as they could, according to a 16th century Spanish chrono- chronicler. Yeah, the chronicler. <laughs> this is done because our ancestors were told by gods that if our heads are thus formed, we should appear handsome and better able to bear burdens. <laughs> so I'd just like you to shut up 
and listen to me next time when I produce half a fact. Right, initially. And believe I, what I say. I can do one of those things. <laughs> I'm going to shut up, but I will not listen to the stuff that you say. <laughs> so that's, I mean, the ancient ruins, they are the the best of the best. I would, I would suggest they're the best of the best things to do in Mexico. We've picked up four there, so Chichen Itza, Tulum, Oxmal, Coba, they're all incredible places to be. Right, so next up on our magical mystery tour of Mexico, he uh, once so once you've finished absolutely sweating your bag off <laughs> in, in, in at the ruins where yeah. like heat exhaustion is close to kicking in. I'm, yeah. I'm joking. Take water, you'll be fine. Take water, you'll be fine. Next up, you have to then have a dip in a seno. Oh, that is the dream. That is. Ah, oh, it's it's everywhere on Instagram. Yeah. It? So it's like, yeah. Every single influence you've ever seen go to Mexico has been in a seno. Mm-hmm. Lacey's been, hasn't she? Has she? Yeah, Lacey works with us. Yeah. She's been she's been swimming in a seno. Oh. Well, I thought it was cenote, but you might be right. I don't know. It, I think it's I think it's seno, but again, I'm not Spanish. I'm not Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll go with seno, but if it's wrong, let us know. But I do I do know how cenotes sort of came to be. Do <laughs> Come on then, David Ambra. Oh, oh no. Right, so basically what really extremely dumbing it down for our benefit. Yes, we need that. <laughs> From what I can gather, basically what happens is the carbon dioxide Oh in Jesus, this is already too complicated. It's already scientific. <laughs> the carbon dioxide in rain drops. Yeah. Hits the deck. Yeah. And obviously it's all limestone cliffs and, and stone across the, the flooring at the, around Senos and around the Yucatan Peninsula. So what happens is the raindrops hit the floor and, the, and over time, the carbon dioxide sort of erodes the limestone. Over time? You mean thousands of years? Yeah, I don't think like This can't think, like, be like a, a week. <laughs> I'm not thinking of a weekend. No, right. Okay, so over thousands of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, the over rain erodes years, the limestone. The rain goes down, it erodes, it erodes the limestone yeah. and then large holes appear in the floor. But underneath That's a bit those, scary, isn't it? Yeah, but underneath those is because there's so many rivers in Mexico, it's all fresh water underneath the floor. So it's oh, nice. like river fed, so it's all nice and cool, fresh water. They're normally in shady areas, aren't they? Like in forest forests. Forestry. 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 <laughs> <laughs> They're normally in like crowded uh, shaded areas, aren't yeah, they? So there's like, so there's so there's there's more cenotes in there's there are cenotes in like places like uh Dominican Republic, in yeah. America and across South America as well, but the most Senos in the world are in Mexico, Mexico. Yeah. and in the Yucatan Peninsula specifically. specifically yeah, there's two thousand specifically. <laughs> there are two thousand senos in the Yucatan Peninsula. So, is there? yeah, if you if you if you want to have that insta dream of having that shot of you in like gleaming, oh my god, clear just water. diving into some still water. Yeah, still water. <laughs> Can't get your words out. Yeah, Sorry, there's some still water. But I mean, you can go, you can go on like tours and stuff like that through your resort, through um, any one of the sort of booking sites that you can kind of use for, for tour dates and stuff like that. You can go with them and if you go with a tour, you can either go and literally like jump in off like the roof of it in, in, into, uh, like, the sea, into like the sea, into the Base river. jump into the cement. Basically, yeah, yeah. It's not that high, but yeah. Wow. Or, it, some of them are high though, aren't they? Oh, well, I, I haven't been in it, so but from what I can see, they are, they're, they're, there's a decent drop on Yeah. 60 foot, I don't know. I picked 60 foot? I, I don't know, I picked the number out of the air. 
<laughs> I just assumed 64. And I was like, actually... That's no. quite a big drop. Know, if you think, like, a six-foot person standing... Ten times. That's just quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, like, 20-foot max. No, I'm going to double down and say it's 64. <laughs> Easily 64. At least. In fact, I'm going to go too far and say it's at least 64. At least? I don't even think you can call yourself Senna unless it's 64. <laughs> I don't think that's where it is, though. The Senno is the the water, isn't it? Yeah, probably. But yeah. Like, let's not get bogged down in that. Yeah, but, like, so, yeah, that that's how Senno's come to be. But, yeah, so you can either jump in off the top or a lot of the Senno's now, because, obviously, tourism has gone mad across the Yucatan Peninsula, a lot of them have, like, little wooden... Decks, don't yeah, they? Yeah, runways, decks. Like, and, like, lad... Ladders or stairs? Yeah, it's like steps, ladders, steps. They're the same thing, aren't they? Let's be honest. You know what a ladder is. It's literally down into the water, so you don't have to, like, cannonball into the water. But, like, from the the top, though, from, like, ground level, is there a a ladder or steps? I think it's a a step. Hop down. Yeah, so there's, like, a step down to a platform, and then there's another at that platform. I think you can either jump in from that platform, or you can choose the, the lower route and carry on your journey down, basically. Right. Got if it. you've got vertigo, take the Which step. you do not. Which you we've just assessed already. Self-diagnosed. <laughs> Self-diagnosed vertigo. I'll be taking the steps. That's what I'll be doing. Okay, lovely. What, you won't jump in from the top? Absolutely From that 60-foot drop you've made up? Absolutely not. It's quite high 60-foot. Yeah. you would like be falling for at least foot. 10 seconds. Maybe. maybe. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> 10 seconds? You would have to jump off Yeah, like... let's just think about how long that actually is. You would have like... to jump off like the shard. <laughs> For that to happen. No, you'd, just, you'd probably be dropping for like a, two seconds. Six probably foot. more than that. How big's this building? Oh, This building is 30, 40 foot. No. No, let's not go bogged down in that. So no one can see the building. 60 foot, it's at, it's at least 60 foot. If you're not 60 foot, you're not a Sano. <laughs> that's not true. That's not a fact. But another thing, another thing away from Sano's, but like sticking with that water theme, the Sea of Cortez. Now I know it sounds... Like this mythical yeah, it does. place. It sounds like you would go and find lost treasure there. Yeah, it does. But it exists. The sea of course says it exists. It's also called. Do you know what I imagine there's like a pirate ship there with like a treasure chest. That's what that sounds like to me. Yeah, I was because I've literally just said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before you said it. No, I was thinking it before you said it. No. Or like, or like some old school like mafia hangs around there. Cortez sounds like a bit. Oh, right. A bit like. Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, maybe I'm thinking of the cartel. You could well easily be thinking of a cartel. Yeah, you could be. Don't worry, there's no cartel around Ocean Cortez or whatever it's called. The Sea of Cortez. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> We're all here to learn, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, the Sea of Cortez or the Gulf of California, if that's easier, is this quite small sea like as as seas go okay <laughs> as, I mean as how big water. or small are we talking so the Sea of Cortez in itself is 61,000 miles which square miles sorry so that sounds pretty big yeah it sounds enormous but if you compare that to like something that we know so say for example the Caribbean Sea mm-hmm. Caribbean Sea is over like a million square miles ah so it's quite a diddly sea isn't it? it is it's probably more of like think a, a big lake like a... Yeah, it's a lake. It's, it's a puddle <laughs> it's at a puddle. best, actually. It's a puddle compared to the Caribbean Sea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But within that, um, the, 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 the sea itself is such an amazing place to be because although it is super, super diddy, mm-hmm. as, as we've just established, yeah. there's like 900 islands dotted into this sea. Now, Jesus. I don't know if they're all like 
super inhabitable or there's like buildings and things on these on these islands or whether it's just but for the most part from what i know from research from the most part these are basically biodiverse havens there's like the flora and fauna and wild the bird wildlife are incredible on these islands imagine like snorkeling around there yeah well so that is another point because obviously generally speaking where you get islands you get incredible snorkeling especially in the tropics and the caribbean yeah and one of the main things about the sea of cortez is it's like a really brilliant place to see whale sharks so i don't know whale sharks whale sharks are pretty i don't know much about sharks and fish and stuff like that but as far as i'm aware whale sharks aren't aggressive they're just they quite like like a basking shark like they just chill they just chill out they just chill there it sounds like me to be honest i think i'm a whale shark at at heart but not, you, I not don't aggressive, define... just, just, you know, pay, pay for a good time, not a long time, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> don't know how long the whale shark lives, so... <laughs> yeah, don't they normally live quite long? Anything whale lives quite long, do it? <laughs> Anything whale. It must do. <laughs> Are they the ones that sleep vertically? No, you're thinking of a bat. <laughs> no, you know them, sh- not sharks, the whales. Bat shark. <laughs> them whales that sleep. Like, with their heads in the air. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm on about? No, I've never heard And they're, of like, terrified. It's terrifying seeing them sleep, like, tails down, head up. And their heads are, like, wider. Like, they go, like, a little like upside-down in... traffic cone. <laughs> my analogy is going to be, so they're, like, an inverted ten-pin bowl in yeah. some like. Uh, yeah. Ish, without they the like just suspend in, in yeah, they just, they're just chilling and they sleep in like herds I don't know if that's the typical term but they probably do yeah. it in like groups so I don't know if someone's on watch or whatever for like it's sharks crazy so that I don't know I don't know if, know if it is a whale shark it's just um, a whale but I don't know which whale <laughs> one of the whales sleeps <laughs> one of the whale species with his head up above the surface vertically not above the surface but like pointing they towards they suspend like, like synchronised swimmers Suspend under the surface, and that's how they sleep. That is madness. I, I can't. I know, like, where have you been? You live in a. I mean, we, we haven't established cave. whether that's true or not. <laughs> Initially, I think we've established that I'm factually correct. Inept. Inept. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. It can't be true. No. This is the same. This is the same as the head squashing Mayans and right. all of the other nonsense you've come out with so far, <laughs> and we're only like not even half a podcast deep. And you've already come out with some utter piffle through most of Back it. Back me up. These whales sleep vertically. I'm... If anyone out there can ratify the fact that there's some whales out there that sleep vertically, then I will get back in my box. Yeah. But right now, I'm going to be loud and proud now and say, I'm calling Tinseltown on the whole thing. <laughs> I'm not having it. Right. Anyway, carry on. Back to Mexico, though. Back away from Mexico. the suspended... Mm. Sh- Whales. I was going to say sharks. Sharks, no, they're not sharks, they're whales. Well, yeah, so that's the Sea of Cortez in a sort of nutshell. Um, but when you move on, keeping with the watery theme, though, yes, the other great thing to see in Mexico, a natural attraction they have to see in Mexico, we all know about the, the Great Barrier Reef, biggest bar- b- biggest coral reef in the world. Big Oz. In, over in the Oz, yeah. Yeah, in the Oz. In the Oz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in Mexico, there is the Mesoamerican Barrier Reef. Me- Say that again, sorry. The Mesoamerican Barrier Reef. Mesoamerican yeah. Barrier Reef. Yeah, that's it. Oh. So, 
So the less great barrier reef. Yeah, the second great barrier, the second greatest barrier reef. Right. It's, uh, it's got the silver as barrier reefs go, okay. but <laughs> still pretty impressive. Like if you saw a sprit, if you saw, I don't know who it will be, but if you saw whoever came second to Usain Bolt that time, who know, who cares? But if you saw him sprint in real life, you would go. He's quick. Like oh, that was good. <laughs> True. So if you saw this, even though you've not, you might not have been to Oz. So, you might not have been, but I would say I would say if you haven't, what I would say is this is the best thing you're going to see. Well, yeah, a it's already the best thing you'll see underwater, and b yeah. why not why not take tail up, start from the bottom, start from the not to say it's the bottom, but like start from the second best and move up to the best. It's only going to get better. Exactly. Yeah. So if you've done us first, I'm sorry to say, but you're going to be underwhelmed. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> No, Jake. There's still plenty to see under the waves there. I don't know if this gives anyone any sort of ideas about the actual size of this whacking great reef, but it stretches literally for 600 miles from Mexico to Honduras. Where's Honduras? Miles away from, about 600 miles away from Mexico. (laughs) Wait, how long is John O'Groats to Land's End? Is that about 800 miles? Or have I got that? No, that's, no there's got to be more than 800 that, miles. It? It's, a, it's over 1,000 miles, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Either way, it's near enough the size of England, probably. Yeah. 700 miles, 600 miles. 600, 600, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. England at least. Def, yeah, you would say. Jesus. It's, it's big. It's like a whole metropolis for fish but also i found the other weird thing is that with 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 the mesoamerican reef and it being so big there's 500 species of fish in it which to me it doesn't sound that much yeah that doesn't and, and again it's going to sound like we're, we're knocking the mesoamerican reef out. <laughs> just come basically out just go to australia yeah just go there you'll, get, you'll see more fish is <laughs> but over 600 miles, 500... Now, that could be the fact that we probably just haven't found them all yet. And we already know yeah. that, as humans, we know more about the surface of the moon than, than we do about... The sea is a bit freaky, though, isn't it? Like, when you think about all the, like, undiscovered turf yeah. we've not discovered. <laughs> yeah. But when you think about it, though, it's like... blows your mind a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it, the, but the good thing is, I suppose the other thing is about the, a, reef, a coral reef is that, yes, the fish are incredible and they're like banging your face about it as well because they're like really, really rainbow, bioluminescence everywhere. But the other good thing is that the, the, the coral itself is like super interesting too because yeah. it's so floral, the colours are everywhere, you don't have to just be fish, but obviously you will be inundated with fish. But, <laughs> I wonder like, if you can feed them. You must I be don't know, to... I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe maybe when you go out on a tour or something yeah, like that, you can, they might give you some fish food or something like that. But what having said that, they probably want to protect the reefs and keep it so that there's a nice ecosystem underneath the water yeah. around the, the reef and stuff like yeah. that. So potentially not. Uh, I wouldn't take any food with you either. Uh, yeah, don't just take your hot dogs or whatever from the breakfast buffet no, or lunch that. buffet. Well, no, also, what I would say, if you are the person who's taking a hot dog out <laughs> on a snorkeling trip with you, why haven't you just had it yet? <laughs> That's going to go bad in the heat. Like, there's Not no... to mention when you dive <laughs> 40 foot under the water or whatever. 40 foot? Are these people going on tours like pro scuba divers? I don't even think... You can go on diving tours. Why are you waiting to see the submarine to go 40 foot deep? Do you think so? No. It's not That's that far. Quite... Oh, this sorry, is... 60 foot Sunoaks. No, this is the Sunoaks <laughs> all over again. But uh, yeah, 40 foot. I reckon that's about you resting level. Not... 
What are you talking about snorkeling? You're talking about deep marine you can, you can diving. Do, yeah, but you can do both around the reef. Can't you? you can do diving around the reef and you can snorkel <laughs> over the top of it. Yeah, you could, but I'm not going 40 foot. What, You're you lucky can... if I get six foot deep. You can do you, mate. <laughs> I'll admire from the top. Yeah, you can stay at the top. Going, oh, that looks deep. I'll just dunk my head in from the boat. <laughs> oh, I'm not going down there. It looks deep from here. About 40 foot, I'd say. Coral, 40 foot? There's mm. no bloody... You need to I get I don't have any depth perception, though. No, you don't. Quite clearly. I don't I stand by the Stenoke quote. Nah, it's not 60 foot or you're not a Stenoke. I stand by that. <laughs> moving swiftly on mm-hmm. yeah from, let's move from that nonsense <laughs> probably wasn't the best recap of the natural attractions in mexico but th- there are so many there are so many things in mexico like you said yeah. you can pretty much turn any corner and you'll probably stumble across something mm. uniquely beautiful to to mexico yeah but moving forward let's have a quick chat about food and drink yay we all know mexico is obviously synonymous with insane food it's all like empanadas mm. burritos fajitas and they're just, just the, the good gen- stuff, exactly. isn't it? And they're just the generic things that I can yeah. think of. So, but the good thing is about Mexico and its its food culture is that, and and obviously the the sort of resort culture, tourism culture that they that, that they have in Mexico, you can stay in Cancun in a place that's known as the hotel zone. And obviously, that doesn't sound very like authentic yeah. and, and original. And obviously, that's where you'll find most of your like five star resorts and and. All of the things you would probably expect from like a couple's or it's a bit more of an out and about area, isn't it? The hotel yeah. zone, like you can get out and about. Whereas if you're further down the Riviera Maya, you're a bit more restricted to your resort. Yeah, but the good thing about the, the hotel zone, which not many people do know, is if you fancy getting out of your resort, and obviously a lot of the time you probably don't because there's like eleven different bars and restaurants. Yeah, you've in got your literally the world of choice. Yeah, it's exactly. like. You don't need to go anywhere. You're literally travelling the world from the dining room, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. But I implore you, do get out yeah. and see the local area. Go and see the sites. There's some incredible places, just especially around the hotel zone. Although, like I said, it doesn't sound super authentic, but there are some amazing spots nearby, especially if you hop on a quick bus mm. and go down to downtown, which is a area of Cancun if you stay in your resort, stay in your all-inclusive and stuff like that. This will generally be where the people who work in the resorts live and, and spend most of their time. Yeah. So these sort of communities are really, really amazing places to go and find like authentic cantinas and bodegas and all these different places where you can find proper Mexican food and proper Cancun people living their lives from yeah. day to day. So yeah. The best thing you can do, I would say, is speak to the people that are working at the hotel you're staying in. And in my experience, they love talking to you yeah. about like their culture and their way of life and their family and whatever. And they'll be more than happy to say, "You need to go to this place if you're looking to go somewhere. You know, you need to try here, you need to try there." Say, "I've sent you." Like yeah. this is the type of thing, and they're so enthusiastic about exactly, their own yeah. culture and where they come from. And I think that's like one of the best ways to discover yeah definitely culture and you can the, the best thing is the the the, the, the locals are mm. super duper friendly so yeah. any bar or canteen or restaurant that you do go into that everyone will be super engaging with you they'll want to show you the best of that different that, that place and yeah. then give you the, like the best of their menu and stuff they like absolutely that absolutely will just want to show it all off won't they <laughs> yeah exactly it's just so, I just love that so much and when you sort of move out or like sorry move in move further into um, downtown you'll come mm. to a place called Mercado 28 now Mercado 28 is basically this central hub where 
everything that was on, like all of it. It's like a big marketplace whereby you can buy, if you check out the reviews and stuff like that as well, incidentally, just search Mercado 28 on Google mm. or whatever. The, the, the uh, reviews of the place are insane because it's just like this, like I said, a huge marketplace where you buy souvenirs, street food, crafts, arts, all authentically done by the, the, the people of Cancun. And you'll be the great thing about it is you'll you'll literally be supporting that person because yeah. they'll be opening their store that day. That day for you, rather exactly. than like giving it to like a sh- like a big gift shop or something like that, whereby the people who created it probably get nothing from it. Yeah, you're directly supporting like yeah. that person, which is I think that's a responsible thing to do. To be honest, it's like if you're going to buy <laughs> yeah. souvenirs, make sure that you're making it make a difference. Yeah, definitely. And like, the, and the other great thing, like I said, just touched on there. The great thing about the Mercado 28 is the the street food there is like oh, absolutely unreal. It's a flavor destination. Oh, imagine how that smells. I know. Can you imagine? Like, oh, just walking in there and just being like, you don't even know where to start because you just want to try everything all at once. You just running around. Like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Scooby Doo, when they're at the end, they're like always <laughs> running between doors. I feel like that. I thought you were going to say like eating a massive stack sandwich. <laughs> Well, that's it. That's but you it. know when they're all just like chasing the baddie? You unhinging your jaw to get this massive sandwich in. But yeah, absolutely, definitely do get down to downtown. It is a that's insane. That's so cool. Place. I didn't even know that that, like, you've just educated me on that. I didn't know that existed. No problem, yeah. Get that's yourself cool. down there. The other good thing about actually... I'll, I'll back in a minute. Get, get down there now, right now. Well, the other good thing, just incidentally, it's not to do with food and drink, but it's to do with downtown. Yeah. The other cool Every thing... Every time you say downtown, do you know what I think of? Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to sing that song. While you're in downtown. <laughs> no, 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 you have to sing it. I'm not going to sing it again. That's oh. tragic. <laughs> just while you're there, uh, and in between eating and buying crafts and souvenirs and all that sort of stuff, <laughs> you should, you should definitely, the next thing to do in downtown is definitely check out a Mexican wrestling show because it's proper offensive. <laughs> what? A Mexican wrestling show. I think that they're the luchadores. I believe they're called. You are same words, but they are not going in. Tell <laughs> <laughs> what you're talking about. The Mexican wrestling show, luchadores, where they wear the, the masks and stuff, and they wrestle. Like, um, what's that guy in WWE? He wears this mask. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, Rey yeah. Mysterio. He's retired now, but anyway. Yeah, I know he is, but is it that stuff? Like... That sort of stuff, yeah, like high-flying, throw themselves around and have like... Yeah. But apparently, from the stuff I've seen, people going and, and uh, having an evening there, like, you get like... Um, Food, food at the arenas and stuff like that, and they just like it, it's it's proper rudimentary, proper authentic, but it just looks like a howl of a night out. Like just but that's like, so fun. Yeah, just like wrestlers shouting at each other and stuff, and then like no. crashing into. One Is it real other. though? Because I'm always skeptical. I mean, do you I reckon mean, they're actually chucking each other and hitting each other with chairs? For the purposes of of this, I'm going to say yeah. Yes, yeah, completely yeah. authentic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like oh, it's authentic. awful. It's harrowing at times. Yeah, wow. batter each other. Well, yeah, may as well. As you picked up your fajitas or burritos or so enthusiastic empanadas or whatever they are. Yeah. I, I don't know what the... Go enjoy a little wrestling match. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's just one of those things. It'll be one of those things that you do on your trip and I guarantee you'll never forget it. I guarantee. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you would either. Because why would you? Just a load of greased up... Do you remember that random day we went and watched Mexican wrestling while <laughs> eating a fajita? A load of guys. Greased up guys in tights and masks shouting at each other. Tights? Yeah, they wear tights and trunks, don't they? It's not tights, though, is it? They're not just what are they, then? Hanging around in nylon. What is it? Like leggings? Spe- no, it's like... Um... Well, they wear trousers, don't they, some of them? Do they? they wear long versions of a trunk, yeah? Oh. Well, anyway, that's not food just... and drink, but I'm just Why saying, friends? while you're there in downtown... 
That's like a tick. Yeah, you can feel it coming. It's in my head. Like this can be in my head for the rest of the day. It is. But let's move away from downtown. Yeah, let's go. Let's move away. So moving away from downtown. (laughs) Do you know? I've just had deja vu. I've dreamt this. I've had premonition from like two years ago. Great. I knew this was going to happen. What we'd we'd be sitting here, sitting here talking absolute gibberish. Yeah. Perfect, yeah. great. Well, it's not that much of a reach if people know it, you really. Yeah, I know. Moving away from downtown and Cancun <laughs> altogether, it. Stop it. <laughs> Moving away from that area altogether, we're going to flip it across and go to like literally the other side of Mexico and go to Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. So Puerto Vallarta. Said Vallarta's that with a little swang then. Swang. The slang. What's, what's the word? I don't know. When you said it with like pizzazz. S- pizzazz, yeah, a bit of swaz. A bit of swaz. <laughs> Puerto Vallarta, <laughs> that yeah, yeah. That, that place. So basically, if you've not been to, or you don't know about Puerto Vallarta, it's the it's on the Pacific side of Mexico. So yeah. obviously, Cancun's Caribbean side, Puerto Vallarta sits on the Pacific side. But don't let that stop you from thinking. It's not like it. you've gone Blackpool. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is a, a, a stunning place, and the beaches are, are just as nice. You might find the waters potentially probably a little bit cooler and a little bit choppier when you get into the sea, but the Honestly, it, it, the the places you can find there are incredible too. Yeah. So Puerto Vallarta is one of them, and it's much more. I feel like it's. I've not been to Puerto Vallarta, but I feel like you can get out and about a little bit better. There's like a town or city, isn't there? Yeah. So within Puerto Vallarta, so the, the, what you'll find is like there's there's a lot of resorts in obviously in and around the area, and a couple of them are up on top of a hill. Um, so what would then happen is you come out of your resort on the top of the hill yeah. and then you can literally either grab a, a cab or a bus or something it'll roll you down the hill and once you <laughs> we'll basically yeah literally push you like a wheel like, of cheese down yeah once you get it's not, the, it's not the forward journey it's the return journey <laughs> no. and it's probably the problem yeah absolutely not yeah it's, no. it's a tough one but once you get to the bottom you're in the Malacan <gasps> exactly the Malacan is this incredible space where it's literally if you picture like a seafront boardwalk mm-hmm. one side you've got obviously gorgeous sunset vistas of the the pacific ocean and the the beaches and all that sort of stuff on the other side is literally a row of shops bars restaurants cafes everything you could possibly want as well as incredible art so there's isn't like installations it, I was going to say isn't it like historic down there haven't they got like historic art or it's, have it, I made that up it, 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 I don't know if it's historic art but it's it's authentic Mexican art so they've mm. had authentic Mexican artists come down and create installations and pop them into different uh, areas of the Malacan yeah. so there'll be like um, the, your typical um, like picture opportunity where you, you know where they've got like the, the Puerto Vallarta signage written out so you can go grab a picture there, and then obviously yeah. if you follow the Malacan down, even the street is like coloured. So they, they've it? like they've had people come in and like paint the cobbles in certain mm. areas and stuff like that. The be- the benches, there's pictures on the benches. There's all there's all sorts of artwork everywhere. And then once you get to the end of the Malacan, you can get to this. It's it, it, I believe it's a mermaid. People might pick me up on this. But I'm not sure, but there is this big installation that you get to at the end of the Malacan whereby you can go take your picture and ah, catch a sunset if you those get the are Kodak right moments then there is also one more go on and it's a it's basically it's lit, I think it's literally called Sunset Pier and no prizes for guessing what happens there you you go you go out to the edge of the pier there's this big building there and you can walk literally like walk around is it, it a lighthouse I believe it is it's either a lighthouse or like um, 
obelisk style structure that you can literally just walk around. It's literally yeah. just there as a roundabout, as a thoroughfare for people to like kind of walk around and go back again, right. basically. But once you're there, it's supposed to be like the best spot for catching like a sunset snap oh, on your Insta or whatever. The best. But if you're interested in whacking up your followers on Insta, <laughs> definitely get to Port of Alta because there's so yeah. many snap happy moments there. Like it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I know we started talking about food and drink in this element and I haven't mentioned any food and drink in Port of Alta yet, but... <laughs> So I'll row up bars and restaurants, mate. It's going to be incredible for you. Do you know what I'm getting? I'm getting, like, city break vibes. Like, I feel like you could have the best of both. Like, you could stay in your all-inclusive hotel, have the beach experience. If you wanted to, like, maybe do a little bit of exploring or walking around, you've got that city break element to it as well. That's that's the vibes I'm getting. Yeah, definitely. So it's a nice little, I suppose, counterbalance between the two if um, you and your partner are wondering whether to go for city break or beach escape Port of a lot of sort of fixes both of those because you yeah. get that sort of trendy vibe from the shops and cafes yeah. and boutiques and it is very trendy isn't it I've yeah. seen photos and stuff and it just it is also amazing. extremely LGBTQIA plus friendly yes that's a big pull isn't it yeah, I love it that it's and, incredible yeah and all the once you get there all the you'll you'll see especially if you get to around pride month um, mm-hmm. you'll you'll see lots of like rainbow iconography lots of um flags and like they've got stuff that hangs between buildings like you know when you're walking through like a street and then where's that place it's got all the umbrellas is that japan there's one there's one in mauritius in port oh is there oh okay so mauritius but they do have one in port Alta though too do they i think so well there you go that's what that's what i'm talking about i'm sure i've seen a picture of it it's 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 either like but i know definitely in mauritius they do it with umbrellas yeah don't quote me on whether they do it in Port of Alta with umbrellas, but they definitely do it with bunting at least. I would yes, say. yes, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, but yeah. If you if you if you do want to catch a LGBTQIA friendly holiday, then I would absolutely recommend Port of Alta mm. because it's so welcoming mm. and mm. everyone is just there for great vibes and good. Yeah, time. good fun. So now we've covered what we think are probably some of the best things that you can do in Mexico. Definitely. Uh, I want to know what your dream itinerary is right okay so picking from what we've sort of been through from those ruins and the natural attractions and the food and drink i've narrowed it down to three four ish things i would do dream itinerary obviously coupled in with a lot of sunbathing margarita drinking (laughs) and general lying down (laughs) (laughs) i would definitely head out to tulum you were extremely passionate about Love getting it. to Tulum. Yes, so, get to there. Yeah, I would get out to there uh, because I know obviously that the ruins there are some of the best preserved and also they look they look at sea so the vistas there you can get are incredible and obviously there's some incredible sunsets and rides. Yeah, I reckon that you've definitely got to do that in the evening Yeah, or like late afternoon. Yeah, de- definitely. I think that's probably the best chance to do it so you can get some nice pics and stuff yeah. like that too. And also it might be a bit cooler. To yeah, a bit more shade. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to Lund, then I'm going to Senotes and mm. I think... Are you jumping in? No, because I can't. I, you try, can. I'd go with every intention of trying to jump in, but I you'd know like that, you'd be like that kid, like on the edge of the pool, that's so scared to like jump in. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Your do knees it. are bending, but you're not jumping. Oh, <laughs> can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't want to. Right. Yeah. So you're going, would you take a GoPro? You've got to do it. I think. I suppose you? if you're committing to going to a Seno, you've got to take a GoPro. Yeah. It's It's one of the things that you have to do, don't you? Yeah. You, you sort of. <laughs> did you even go unless you GoPro'd it? Yeah. So 
Yeah, I'll probably yeah. take a GoPro, uh, and then everyone can witness me gingerly wandering into the water. Dipping your toe, yeah. checking the temp. Maybe, maybe I can cut it so that it looks like I'm just about to run and jump in off the top, yeah. and then like it cuts. Actually, and you're just making a big splash yeah, of water. It cuts, and then like me, I splash in my bath at home. <laughs> and then it cuts to me in the water. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, yeah that would be cool, I could yeah. do that. And then from the Senos, bound to be hungry by the time this, this comes around. Probably won't do it on the same day, but... By the time you will be was... starving, <laughs> drenched. <laughs> uh, after after we taken into Lom and the Senate, I'd I'd a hundred percent at some point in my trip go to downtown. Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think maybe I just included that because I wanted another rendition of downtown. Don't blame you. We'll never really know, <laughs> but I just I just think with all the authentic food. Crafts, Mercado Twenty Eight, all that amazing yeah. stuff. It's got to be such a really authentic and traditional way to spend your day. And I'd have to pick up a Lucha Libre show. You'd, I'd have to go and see one. Would you get a pair of trunks as a souvenir? I'd insist on <laughs> some nice gold ones. Maybe I don't know. I don't want That'd gold in my complexion, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, bring them out at special occasions. <laughs> So yeah. that's what you're doing. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, that's my dream itinerary for Mexico. Love Let that. me know if you agree, disagree. What would you do instead? Let us know also if there's anything that you think we've missed. Jo yeah. will be doing her itinerary on uh, dream itinerary on the next show. And next up, we're going to get into the really fun bit, which is, well, it's your bit. Yes, <laughs> we're going to cover some funny travel stories. So uh, we're going to get your reaction on that, aren't we? Yeah, I don't know about these. I've never heard them before, so it'll be fun. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. So uh, yeah, that's coming up next. Okay, so are you ready for the first story? I don't know. the I podcast series. I feel like I'm getting already without having heard anything. <laughs> I've got butterflies in my stomach and I think I think it's second-hand embarrassment. <laughs> Okay, I haven't even so heard anything of it we yet. Do, I don't know. This is anonymous, but this is somebody that works at Blue Bay. Right, okay. Um, so, in Dubai, me and my boyfriend were eating some yummy, rich food. Lovely. Some of the rich best... Rich food, as in... Ri- wealthy, no. <laughs> Probably <laughs> Gen- full like, of delicious flavours. Yeah, okay, okay. Oils, okay. you know, all the good stuff. Yeah. Uh, some of the best restaurants, probably, in the entire world. As we know, Dubai is creme de la creme. Yeah. For entertainment, for food, whatever. Uh, well, this had an effect on my boyfriend's stomach. And when we were on a romantic boat trip in front of the Burj Khalifa, oh, no. with the fountain show all around us, he turned to me and goes, I am going to poo myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, no. <laughs> with utter panic and sweat dripping from his brows, I thought of the only option we had whilst in the middle of the fountain show. Remember, they're on a flipping boat at this point right? oh god yeah they're not like on the harbour where they can just dash Dip into away. a shop or whatever they're on a boat <laughs> right so the only option we had whilst in the middle of the fountain show was to offer him my Louis Vuitton bag <laughs> to do his business <laughs> oh god just absolutely not like no you're not borrowing my bag for that you can you can no you can oh, deal with it no. yourself. This is your problem at, the, at this point. Is <laughs> me? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack here. Pardon the phrase. Wait, <laughs> but like, so they got. He knew he was all right getting on the boat. Yeah. Uh, but within, I don't know, the motion of the ocean or <laughs> something's got him going. Something's really jiggled him about, and now he's 
having to defecate in a bag. So she, so right. she's obviously there's no further context. We don't know it. We can't know it. But well, there is a little bit more. All I need, what, what I need to know initially is, so did she scoop all of her belongings out of her bag? Well, I want to know what the plan was as well. Like, what where was the bag? Now? Where was the logic? Right. So just wait. So thank God the show swiftly ended, and he was able to make it to KFC in the mall, where I received the text. I have pooed myself. <laughs> Confirmation. <laughs> he then went home with one less pair of boxer shorts, but at least I had a clean bag. <laughs> Mate, if he'd have pooed in my bag, I'd he... have gone home with five new bags. Like, <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> what was the plan? He was going to just drop his shorts and open. Surely they're not on a private boat. Like, Wait, surely sh- there's other people on this boat that yeah. are like, are you all right? Definitely. But why Wait. are there no toilets on the boat? Wait, what Unless was... it's a canoe. What was the plan? Was she going to, like, hunker behind him opening the bag up? Yeah. I don't... Was he just going to drop his kegs and squat over the Louie? Like, you can't... Hold it open it... for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, how... No. Because some... someone's going to witness that. God, someone somewhere is is writing into another podcast <laughs> or radio show going, I once watched someone... Oh, you just—that would petrify you trying any other food, wouldn't it? Like, you've obviously got a touch of IBS there. I'd love to know. I'd love to know what part of the break that was at, where they woke up the next day and went, "Come on, wonderful evening." Should we? That could have really taken a nasty turn. Should we go get breakfast? What would you have done with the bag? Would you put it in the bin? Honestly, what I'd have done, now full of excrement, <laughs> probably sling that thing into the Dubai Creek. Uh, that'd be in the fountain. Straight up. <laughs> on a serious note, don't let her in the fountain. No, 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 don't do that. Don't throw your excrement-filled <laughs> Louis Vuitton handbags into the Dubai Creek. But could you imagine if it got sucked up into the thing and then you could directly <laughs> see watching it? It's just this poop. Some like bag rendition of Cho- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh god, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've lowered the tone. Oh god, it was like, it's, it's episode one. <laughs> we had to start off on a good one, didn't we? Oh heavens to Christ. That anyway, is bad. That yeah. is that I can't if that's the where we begin. That's yeah. I can't wait for more of these. I know. That How is... funny. Everyone at home, this is the level we're talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so if, if, you, if you can beat that. <laughs> yeah, if you can beat that, please let us know because we love this stuff. There's, there's someone sitting there and like going, hold my beer. <laughs> hold my beer, I've got one. I've got a, I've got yeah. a poo story that you're going to love. <laughs> oh, I can't get the image of just a, a, a anonymous man and woman. Like the sheer panic him of him as well. Sweating, sweating like he's in court oh, no. and her holding an open bag underneath him waiting for him to no. drop anchor. I would just hover over the edge of the boat. Like, why was that not an option? Would you, would you, would you like... I don't know what I would do actually in like that situation. Squeeze your ass over the side of the boat and just act like you were dancing or something. <laughs> <laughs> then, then the boat pulls into the harbour and all of a sudden it's got a skid mark down the other <laughs> And in Dubai, you know it's not going to be some shabby little boat. No, like, it's, it's going to be, gonna like be a, a super yacht. yacht like, <laughs> but why wasn't the toilets, man? Like, Why wasn't the toilets on the boat? This is what I'm saying, unless it was a canoe. Or, or unless it was like busy. Although, yeah, I've been on a boat trip before and needed to go to the toilet, just for number one. And it's cool. shaky, like it's hard work. What do you mean? Just you can't balance if you're 
box. Like it's like an airline, uh, an aeroplane toilet. Oh, you'd be. And you're like rocking around. Like it's not. It's I've got to think. I've got. I've got to think that it's easier for a woman than a man. If it was a man, it'd Men be on have the options roof. Of sit down. <laughs> you Sorry. can sit down. Nothing's stopping you from sitting down. Never had a man that I could sit down. <laughs> Treat yourself. Yeah, I know. It's a little really. I'm on holiday. And that was the checking desk. We hope you enjoyed this month's episode. And if you did, make sure you leave us a rating and a review and subscribe. Don't be shy with your holiday stories. We'll keep them anonymous, but we'd love to laugh at your expense. So get them in at checkingdeskpodcast at bluebaytravel.co.uk or any social media platform at Blue Bay Travel.